today, uh, Health Minister Adrian Dix and Provincial Health Officer Dr. Bunny Henry held a, a press conference uh, providing an update on the ongoing respiratory illness season in the province's uh, immunization campaign. Joining me now is Dr. Bonnie Henry, BC's Provincial Health Officer. Dr. Henry, thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, lots to talk about here. Let's uh, first and foremost uh, touch a l- on a little bit of the issue of COVID. Um, you know, we've been preparing, obviously, for, for this season, uh, the fall, fall and winter season. Can you give us an update in regards to uh, if we're seeing any increases in COVID-19 over the last little while? Yeah, so we saw a, a, it start to increase in transmission and hospitalizations and cases near the end of the summer and through September. And we had a a smaller peak um, earlier in October, and we've seen it level off and come down a bit. But that doesn't mean it's gone. And that's the thing with uh, the SARS-CoV-2 virus. We still don't know um, exactly what sort of patterns it's going to follow. I think the the decrease is also correlated when we started to to provide vaccination, particularly for those people who are most at risk, those older people, people with underlying illnesses. and, uh, And so that, I'm sure, made a difference as well. But it's not too late. We know that uh, COVID is still circulating that. And as we're going into the time of year where we like to get together with others over the, the next coming uh, weeks and months, it's, it's time now to, to get that updated vaccine so you have the best protection possible. Mm-hmm. Are there uh, are hospitals uh, uh, preparing for a potential surge? Uh, obviously, it's not going to be as bad as you know a couple of years ago, but are hospitals making that, uh, or are they preparing for the potential surge? Yes, absolutely. And, you know, we don't yet know um, how bad it's going to be. So we do need to be prepared. We've known that even before the pandemic, in the winter months, we tend to see more of these respiratory viruses. We're indoors more. We get together with people over the holidays. So we've often seen peaks of of RFB uh, in the fall and influenza for sure in the fall and in the winter. And usually that peak is somewhere around January. So yes, we are preparing now, and now we have not only RSV and influenza, but we have uh, COVID in the mix as well. Mm-hmm. In regards to um, the res- respiratory illnesses, you're you're already seeing. Has there been a significant increase in in, in the last little while, or or is it while, or is it just a, a case of the the increase you generally see this time of the year? Well, it is going back to a pattern that's more similar to what we saw before the pandemic. Okay. So we had a couple of years when the pandemic started, where we didn't see any influenza. And then last year, we had a bit of an unusual year where we had quite a, a, a steep peak of, of both influenza and RSV very early in, in October and November last year. And that was uh, really challenging, especially um, in children. So we are seeing it going back to more what we would expect. Um, prior to the pandemic, at least with respect to influenza. So yes, influenza is starting to increase now. It's likely going to get worse over the next few weeks. And, and again, that's another reason why getting vaccinated to protect you from influenza now is really important. Uh, in regards to uh, administrating those influenza shots and the COVID shots, uh, how are we doing so far? We're doing really well. And I think if this is You know, people are paying attention to this here in B.C. Um, We've been following what's happening. We saw that the 
COVID was increasing in the late summer and early fall. So I'm really, I'm really proud of how people are stepping up. And we've delivered over a million seventy thousand doses of influenza vaccine, and over eight hundred and fifty thousand doses of uh, of an updated COVID vaccine. So that's a great start. And we know that we started with the people who are most at risk. So people over the age of 65, um, pregnant people, people with immune compromising conditions and other health conditions. So that's great. That means the people most at risk are getting protected. But everybody's got their invites now. So um, for all the rest of us, it's, it's not too late. And it's really important to get those get those vaccines so you have the best protection you can as we're going into the into the holiday season. In regards to that message that you've just delivered, do you con- are you concerned at all about fatigue? The public just tired of getting their shots or hearing about uh, COVID uh, because we've spent so much time on on this issue, of course, with the pe- global pandemic. Are you worried about just fatigue setting in with the public and, and being more difficult for you to convince people moving forward about getting those shots and being uh, focused on making sure we continue to to, to the fight against uh, COVID? Maybe people are fatigued from hearing me talk about it, but but I think it's very real for people. And, you know, we all have somebody in our lives who are more at risk of having severe illness. And we've known that even before COVID was in the mix. You know, influenza has can have really horrible effects on the older people, on long-term care homes. So, um, you know, as much as we might not want to talk about it anymore, it is an important part of our life. So it is important this time of the year. It protects us. It protects those around us. It helps protect our health care system, too, so that we do have the ability to, to care for everybody who needs it. I got one final question, and it's indirectly related, obviously, what we're talking about. Uh, there were a couple of MLAs this week are arguing that um, uh, you should be fired, and I don't want to get into the specifics in, of, of that allegation. But my broader question to you is, do you get tired? Because you've had a lot on your plate <laughs> since the days of COVID, uh, and you're, you get criticism from certain elements of society as well. Um, uh, are, are, do you get tired of it, though? I'm very curious because uh, I don't know how you deal with it because uh, a lot of the criticism, in my opinion, is unfair, uh, not warranted, not based on science. But uh, I'd love to hear what you think of all this because you certainly do catch criticism, unfair criticism in my mind, but you do catch it. Do you get tired of all this? Well, thanks for that. Um, you, you know, it's hard sometimes, particularly with some of the rhetoric, uh, and it does affect you. And I'm certainly tired of that, and, and then some of it is quite hurtful. Um, but I, I also, you know, I'm very passionate about the work that we do. I, I happen to be the face and the voice of a, a very strong public health team in this province, and I'm very proud of them. I'm proud of the work that we've done together. And, you know, I really appreciate that most people in BC um, understand why we're doing this and understand the importance of the messages we have. So, you know, that makes me feel much better about everything. Well, that term silent majority, I think, is fit, and they probably don't say much, but uh, there's a whole silent majority out there that are, that, that are there cheering for you as well. Thank you so much, Dr. Henry. Well, thank you so much.